game week in Atlanta, which means it's time to talk all things Georgia Tech on the Coach Jeff Collins Show. Blitz off the edge, it's picked up. Sims lobs the left side of the end zone. It is caught. Touchdown, Jackets! We'll hear from Georgia Tech football head coach Jeff Collins and other members of the Georgia Tech Athletics Department as we gear up for another week of Georgia Tech football. He dies for the end zone and he gets in! Touchdown, Jackets! On the Georgia Tech Sports Network from Legend Sports. Now here's the voice of the Jackets, Andy Demetra. And a very good Wednesday night to you. Welcome in, and we hope that was a fun one for you. It certainly was for us last Saturday night. Mayhem at Mercedes-Benz, and a special way to kick off that series. Georgia Tech earning its largest margin of victory over a ranked opponent in 23 years. 45-22 over North Carolina, and they will take that momentum back inside Bobby Dodd this Saturday. And another ACC Coastal matchup versus the Pitt Panthers. Tommy Slether at 12 o'clock. A lot to talk about, not only last Saturday, but looking ahead to this weekend. And we'll do so over the next 60 minutes on a brand-new edition of the Jeff Collins Show. I'm Andy Demetrium, and without further ado, let's welcome in the man himself, head coach Jeff Collins. Coach, good to see you. How are you? Hey, Andy, good to see you, bud. And uh, second half of the hour, we'll welcome in your defensive line coach, Larry Knight. I always enjoy hearing uh, Coach Knight's insights on the interior of that defensive line. He was in the, the middle of the mayhem as well, as it were, on Saturday. Yeah, he did a great job. Eight sacks in the game. Uh, they were flying around, rolling guys in and out, and uh, Coach Coleman, Coach Knight did a tremendous job uh, getting our guys ready to go. Eight, T- uh, eight sacks, 13 TFLs, most that Georgia Tech has had versus an ACC opponent since 2007. It wasn't just the defense, though, that accounted for the final score on Saturday. For the inaugural mayhem at Mercedes-Benz, something that uh, had been circled on the calendar, that it had so much anticipation surrounding it. How would you describe the entirety of that night and just what it meant overall to your program? Yeah, it was huge. You know, we we were very excited about it. I, I personally was excited about it, and uh, just driving up to that venue, that arena, uh, seeing the fan base out there in that Home Depot parking lot, welcoming the guys, and then from the start of the game till the very end, uh, the Georgia Tech fan base that I grew up knowing and loving showed up in full force. And uh, our guys got to see it firsthand. We've got a very mature team. We've got a very focused team. They still play with great energy. Uh, but the, the energy that the fans provided was awesome. And uh, just excited that we got a win in front of our home crowd, in front of a ton of recruits. And uh, so it, it was exactly what we had planned on. And uh, now we just got to find a way to, to repeat again on Saturday at noon. Defensively, how did that night versus the Tar Heels encapsulate what you mean by mayhem on defense? Yeah, 13 tackles for loss. That's a lot, man. I mean, you almost had, they, yeah. they, they originally had you down for 10 at halftime. Yeah. I think they took one off, but that was almost as many TFLs as you had had in an ACC game total yep. going back to, I think, 2013. And you yeah. did that almost in one half of football. And I'm I just, just really proud of the defensive coaches, the, the plan they put together, how they recruited the, our defense, how they've uh, developed our defense, the way our defensive guys respond uh, to the coaching, how they've responded to the nuances in the scheme that we've put together, and uh, just all around really good performance. And uh, just excited to see them take another big step. Uh, UNC was one of the top offenses in America and the reward uh, the defense gets is they get to play another one uh, one of the top two offenses in college football uh, is rolling into town on Saturday yeah Pitt second in the nation in scoring although you stifled the North Carolina team 
that was fifth nationally in total offense. To your point, in comes Pittsburgh, and they're sixth this week in total offense. But that North Carolina team, you saw the weapons that they had, in particular Sam Howell. What, as you reviewed the tape, accounted for for you making him look uncomfortable? Yeah, he, he's a big-time player. I mean, he'll probably be one of the top five picks in the NFL draft whenever he decides to come out. Um, he is a big-time player. I just think that the different looks we were given, um, some unique things, some things that Coach Burton and Coach Popovich and Coach Thack uh, schemed up, put together to take away some things. Uh, we knew where Josh Downs went on every single play. Uh, he is a big-time player, um, but he had our full attention from the defensive guys on the field, the defensive guys on the sideline, and every one of our players on the team was yelling out where Josh was on every play. He's that kind of player. Uh, Howell has a rocket launcher. There's no question. But North Carolina came into that game leading the ACC in rushing as well. You held them to 1.8 yards a rush, and even if you take away the yards lost by sacks, 2.6 yards a carry. What was it about the rush defense uh, that that had you smiling afterwards? Yeah, ju- just the physicality our guys played with up front, uh, the physicality in the linebacker core. They were spiking gaps. They were getting downhill. Uh, Ace and Jaquez and Charlie, uh, Caleb Edwards got his his some of his first and significant burn on defense. Trenelius Tatum is going to be a big time player in this program. Uh, he got some burn at the Mike linebacker, and then Demetrius Knight, uh, who we all know and love in this program, uh, got in and played significant amount of reps on at Willie Backer and on defense. Charlie Thomas, ACC co-linebacker of the week. Let's run down Charlie's numbers. Eight tackles, four and a half TFLs, two and a half sacks, had the game icing, fumble recovery in the, the fourth quarter. Charlie, Ace, and Quez have been so locked in these last several weeks with the way they those guys have anchored the defense for you. How has it allowed you to be more creative in what you can call and, and where you can send pressure. Yeah, and we, we've always known that Charlie and Jaquez are big-time football players. They can just – they can do anything on the football field they want to do, um, but even more proud of who they are as young men in this program, how they have grown uh, in the two and a half years that we've been here and uh, the maturity level, the the process they've developed, uh, the friendship, the leadership that they have in this program, uh, and then what AC Lee means to this program coming in, uh, getting voted as a captain by his peers, and uh, just does a tremendous job from a leadership role, getting everybody lined up, everybody dialed in, and uh, just his maturity, uh, how he brings everybody together from the front seven to the back end. Uh, just really proud of that group as a whole. You talked about some of the, the things you can do now and roll in different fronts and, and throw different looks. How has that made Charlie's versatility even more valuable to you over the last couple of weeks? Yeah, I mean, he's he was out there playing nickel overhang a lot. He's in coverage on Josh Downs, uh, sometimes even by himself. Uh, and then he's blitzing, and then we move him to defensive end. Uh, then he plays Willie Backer, and he, he just does so much for us. Uh, uber talented young man as a football player. Um, but just his attitude, his demeanor, his preparation, all of those things uh, has been really impressive to and me. He'll, yeah, he helped to clear some space on his mantle as a result of that night versus the Tar Heels. Jeff Sims made a compelling case for ACC quarterback of the week. It was 10 of 13. He completed his last 10 passes of the night. 112 yards through the air, a touchdown, 
also ran it for 128 yards and three scores. What were the best aspects of Jeff Sims's night? Just who he is as a, as a person, how he led, uh, his attitude, his demeanor. The previous two weeks, uh, I thought was amazing. Uh, supporting Jordan Yates to the to the fullest, um, and Jordan did a great job for us. And then when he got his shot, he came in and he made the most of it. Um, just his presence, his leadership, and then he's a ridiculous athlete, and you saw that you know against a really good, uh, really athletic North Carolina defense. And uh, you know I think he drew some very favorable comparisons from from Mac Brown the head coach at UNC and uh, just just really proud of him not only as a great player as a tremendous athlete um, but just as a person as a leader and most importantly who he is as a teammate I believe that comparison Mac Brown made was to Vince Young not, yeah, not, not a bad comparison uh, what made him so sharp in the uh, the zone read RPO game he was able to break off some big runs by no. getting North Carolina crashing down and then using his speed to get outside. Yeah, just the, the patience that he has developed now and understanding exactly what we're trying to do uh, offensively, schematically in his role and his read. And uh, Coach Pat Node and Coach Choice have done a great job working the timing of all of our zone read game uh, ever since we've come back in January. And uh, you saw that on full display, uh, you know, Saturday night and just a big things to build on and uh, just how he played his confidence level, his poise, his maturity beyond his years uh, was really good. Well, there were several other standouts from the inaugural Mayhem at Mercedes-Benz. We'll talk about that on the other side of the break. Also, we'll get into our preview of the Pitt Panthers who come into Bobby Dodd Stadium 3-1. and one. This will be their ACC opener. And Georgia Tech will hope to make it an inhospitable opener at noon on Saturday. We'll take a break. Be back after this here on the Jeff Collins Show on the Georgia Tech Sports Network from Legend Sports. The next generation of live event fan engagement is here. Visit ramblinrec.com slash app to download the new Georgia Tech Yellow Jackets app. Catch live stream shows, the Ramblin' Light Show, trivia polls, and more. Make sure you stop by the 404 tailgate before each Georgia Tech home football game at Bobby Dodd Stadium. Tailgate admission is free and the fun starts three hours before kickoff. That features freshly grilled tailgating food to purchase, a cash bar, and lounge seating with TVs. For more info, visit ramblinrec.com. Go Jackets! And we're back with breaking news. The new Coke Zero Sugar might be the best Coke ever. That's right, Jim. With an improved taste and zero calories, the new Coke Zero Sugar is a must-try for any Coke fan. So make sure you... Jim. <laughs> Jim. We're on the air. Ooh, yes, this tastes like the best Coke ever to me. Your thoughts, Jen? Well, can I have a sip? <laughs> Jen, we're in the middle of reporting the news. I need to try it first. It's that time of year where maybe you're tailgating or camping or just hitting the road and you need a sturdy, reliable, and compact grill that's up for the adventure. Hey, guys, B. Finn here, and the Weber Traveler is the grill for you, for anyone who wants delicious grilled food away from home. With a compact design for minimal storage, the Weber Traveler easily fits in the trunk of a car and even offers a large grilling area that can deliver everything from pancakes to seared steak and you can get yours today at your neighborhood ace hardware ace is the place with the helpful hardware folks if acc football runs deep in your veins then sirius xm acc radio is where you need to be we're talking conference and team previews live games news and analysis from experts like chris spatola bryant mcfadden roddy jones and tory holt coaches shows 
championship specials, and more. Get inside ACC football like nowhere else. Feed your fandom on the SiriusXM app. Stay up to date anywhere you go. Just download the app to start streaming. Atlanta, home of cloud, home of culture, home of Georgia Tech. But it's not enough to represent a city. You have to reflect it. And our story is Atlanta's story. A place that influences and innovates. A place that doesn't wait for change, it creates it. A place of relentless drive and undeniable swagger. With a storied past and unstoppable future. That's Atlanta. That's Georgia Tech. So let others wish they were here or pretend they're from here. We are here. And when you take this celebrated program in this world-class city, you get an electricity unlike anything in college football. Welcome to Atlanta, and what's the good word? This is Georgia Tech football. on Yellow Jackets football. It's the Coach Jeff Collins Show on the Georgia Tech Sports Network. Coca-Cola, new look, improved taste, new Coke Zero. Sugar, as we welcome you back to the Jeff Collins Show here on the Georgia Tech Sports Network from Legend Sports. Larry Knight joining us as well in the second half hour. Speaking of new look, uh, how about that look that Andrew Thacker gave after the fourth down stop? A little flex. Uh, I don't think he realized it was for the cameras, but, uh, oh, that became the talk of social media. Did it really? I, I'm not on social media during the season, Andy. I appreciate you letting me know. Uh, but he, he is awesome. I, I've known Andrew since he was 17 years old. Uh, his stepdad coached me in high school. And uh, just to see him grow and mature uh, as a since he was a young graduate assistant for us at UCF uh, to a big time ACC coordinator. Uh, just so proud of him. Uh, tremendous person, tremendous husband, tremendous father. And he's a heck of a ball coach. So he, he's done a great job with our defense. Coaches talk often about playing complimentary football. And I think it's best illustrated by this stat. If you include stops you've gotten on turnovers on downs. You have outscored your opponents 45-zip in points off turnovers this year. How is that a mark of, of the increased maturation of this team? Yeah, and you, you, you've heard it, and I'm sure everybody's heard it, the, our put-the-ball-down mentality. Um, you even saw it on display in Patrick Clancy's amazing recap video of the game with Caleb Edwards and Tyson Miguez talking about putting the ball down. So whatever kind of adversity we're going to face, it doesn't matter. You just got to focus on what's next put the ball down and play whatever situation you're in. And our defense responds to anything that bad happens to us. And then our offense capitalizes on the good things that the defense does. And uh, they really love each other. Uh, they play really good football together. They pull for each other, both sides of the ball and special teams. Uh, so it, it's really cool what our guys are building uh, in this program. Well, earlier today, we solicited your questions for Coach Collins on Twitter. At Andy Demetra, of course, is where you can find me. Had a couple come in. Uh, Frosted Orange on Twitter, Coach, he says, that was the most exciting game I've been to since the 2014 Orange Bowl. The atmosphere at Mercedes-Benz Stadium exceeded even my lofty expectations. Kudos for the vision to set this up. What would it take to make it a permanent arrangement for a yearly home game at MPS beyond 
the five-year contract. That might be more of a question for Todd Stansberry. <laughs> right. But you know, as far as first impressions go, <laughs> yeah. I think you left a lot of people impressed. Yeah, and I, I love that. I appreciate that. And a cool little side note. So every Thursday when we get done with practice, uh, we have our chicken tender lunch that we have. Scott Wallace and Gordon Thomas put it together. Then right after that, we have a big staff meeting, and I give out a frosted orange from the varsity to the young uh, assistant coach of the week. And uh, so that, that's a big, big place <laughs> of honor in our program. Uh, and then they've got to give a speech in front of everybody. But, um, yeah, I'd love that idea. Um, obviously, that would be our administration, but it, it's been really good for us. Uh, it really is huge for recruiting because you're playing in the best sports venue in the world, uh, right point nine miles away from us and then every home game uh, you get to be in Bobby Dodd Stadium it doesn't get any better. All right, another question from Troy. Uh, If you had a super senior option at Western Carolina in 93, would you have strapped up the helmet one more year or chosen to begin your coaching career? I would have strapped up the helmet one more year. Once I was done uh, I did two things. I played rugby uh, for a year after I was done playing college football just so I could get to hit people. Um, and then they had a club football um, team as well. And I joined the club football team just because I love football. I love the, the contest. I strapped it on uh, out there today for a Wednesday practice. Uh, luckily, Ryan Johnson and Devin Cochran and Mikey Minahan and the fellas, J.P. Mason, uh, looked after me, took it easy on me. Uh, but just to get out there and play ball, that there's not a better feeling in the world. So you you played a year on Western Carolina's club team? I did. I did. Club you, team. You and must have felt like a ringer. Yeah, it, was, it wasn't bad. I was pretty good at it. Oh, I bet you were. Yeah, I bet you had some people on the other team reconsidering their decision to play club football. My first, my first rugby try uh, ever was actually against Clemson, Western Carolina, uh, Clemson University rugby match. Wow. And I scored a try from about 22 meters out. <laughs> And uh, it was a big, big moment for me. Man, do we have the highlight of that? I'd love to see it. We, uh, I think we have pictures, Andy. I don't think there's That's actual impressive. video. Of now, it, yeah. I mean, yeah, I know when you play rugby, you got to wear the shorter shorts. A bit of a different uh, look than the uh, pads and long pants. I think I'm sure you wore it well, though. I, I, I bet I did, Andy. I know you did. Uh, Cal Kennard, <laughs> uh, he certainly wore his white and gold well on Saturday. How's that for a segue? Three tackles for loss, two sacks. He showed flashes in limited snaps last year how has he grown into a more consistent defensive end for you yeah and I know, I know this is commonplace but just the the growth and maturity uh that the guys go through in our program being coached by our coaches and being around the leaders in this team uh who Kyle Kennard is as a young man in this program over the last 18 months uh just really proud of him his growth his development his maturity and uh he's a really good football player and very selfless how they roll in uh, the defensive end position. I think we ended up playing seven guys uh, throughout the night on Saturday, and he was one of them. When he got his shot, he made a huge impact and uh, j- just fired up for him and for that position group. All right, another question on Twitter, and I'm going to use this more as a jumping off to ask you a question because I-, I already know the answer you're going to give. This one is from Ben. He said, in your honest opinion, Coach, was Dante Smith's knee down? I think we all saw the replay. <laughs> no, it was not. But that speaks to two things. Number one, just how athletic Dante Smith was, because certainly in real time, it would have looked for all the world like his knee should have been down, yet he somehow managed to keep his balance. But then the the composure and poise, your offense had to shake that off and still march downfield 
to get points. You talk about the growth and maturity of your team and the way they conducted themselves after you know you didn't get the call that you thought uh, the replay sure. merited. Uh, it does does show that you've got some guys who are able to shake those things off. Yep. So my favorite part about that entire moment, we all know what a freak athlete Dante is, and we knew, you know, based on experience that what had happened and that he was still fighting was able to keep the play alive. But the ref saw one way we respect their decision. Um, I may or may or may not have been in my feelings and might may or may not have expressed those in real time. But the cool part was uh, when they came over and said, it's not a reviewable decision, we moved on. And there's no reason to stay in your feelings. The referees make great calls all night. Uh, they do a great job communicating with us. And we were able to, as a program, including myself, move on immediately to the next play. And I'll never forget this. Jeff Sims is standing there with the offensive guys as there's discussions going on. And he said, fellas, let's not worry about it. Let's go get the first down and then go score. And that's exactly what they did. And just uh, that wouldn't have happened uh, 10 months ago in this program. Uh, but all the work that we've put in, all the discussions, all the growth and maturity and development, me included, Andy, uh, helped us get through that moment. And, uh, you know, Dante's going to score a ton of touchdowns and make ridiculous athletic plays moving forward as well. Um, but it was a signature moment of maturity in our program. So Dante was denied having maybe the, the touchdown of the half for you guys instead. Dad, that might have gone to Malachi Carter with that unbelievable catch in traffic and the toe tap along the sideline on the receiving end of that pass from Jeff Sims. You know, I I'm sure in the back of his mind, Malachi knew that he needed to elevate his game with Jalen Camp often drafted by the Jacksonville Jaguars. How was Malachi elevated himself as a threat at wide receiver? Yeah, he he's ridiculous. He, he He's battled injuries and he's battled things that nobody even knows about just to fight through things and to play at a ridiculously high level. Uh, so proud of him, who he is, his maturity, his focus level. So last night I'm rocking my daughter to sleep, and invariably once she goes to sleep, I you know flip through pictures and I text different guys on the team, and there was a great picture that our social media guys took of that catch from the end zone view, and I sent it to Malachi. I was literally standing eight yards on the field watching that catch and admiring it and cheering for it. And Malachi and I, I'll keep the conversation between us, but texting back and forth about that moment, uh, just how proud I am of him um, and who he is. And it's just nice when plays like that get recognized and rewarded when every other play that he does, blocking on the perimeter or running some people off or clearing up a passing lane for somebody else, he does it as fast as he can um, and plays as hard as he can. Uh, he, he's just a joy and a pleasure to coach. Now, that would have been a hard enough catch in the middle of the field, yeah. let alone along the sideline and having to somehow get a toe inbounds. I, I don't know how he had the presence of mind and, and, and the, the body balance and body control to be able to do that. Yeah, he, he's a special athlete, but he's also a special kid. I'm just, I'm just so proud that he's on our team. Yeah, he was part of that passing attack and uh, 112 passing yards for Jeff Sims. Of course, Jordan Yates directed the offense for the first quarter. Plus, he finished three of six, so a combined effort uh, all around the offense on Saturday night. So uh, we'll turn our attention now to Pittsburgh. And, of course, you guys turned your attention to Pittsburgh beginning – Sunday night, but of course we have to wait until Wednesday to talk about it officially with you. Uh, Pittsburgh team that comes in three and one, Kenny Pickett, 15 touchdowns, one interception. They're super senior. What, what makes him 
a vexing matchup. Yeah, that is a great word, Andy. He is just so good. He's got such a tremendous arm. He knows where to go with the football. And then he just keeps plays alive. Uh, we've gone against him in person two years in a row. And, uh, you know, he has a tremendous ability to evade traffic, keep plays alive, make tremendous throws on the run. And uh, he, he's hard to get down. Um, and even when in the past, the last couple of years, we've had him in our sights, he has find a way, finds a way just to be slippery and keep the plays alive and stay on the move. So he's got our complete respect. He's got our full attention. And uh, we understand that he's one of the top probably two quarterbacks in college football. And, uh, you know, he, he's, he's a special, special player. He's got a knack. We'll take another timeout, wrap things up with head coach Jeff Collins. He'll deliver the rest of his keys to another winning Saturday on the flat. Stay with us. Is the Jeff Collins Show on the Georgia Tech Sports Network from Legend Sports. Hey, stranger, want us to deal you a hand? Your goat can play, too. We play Keno. Keno? That's got to be as tricky as brushing meals teeth. It's easy. You just pick 10 numbers, then Keno picks 20. The more you match, the more you win. Huh. And if I match all 10 of my numbers, I win... Up to 100 grand. We'll shoot fire next! What, tarnation? Don't ever say shoot fire around my goat. Win up to $100,000 every three and a half minutes. Play Keno from the Georgia Lottery. Play responsibly. Jeff Francoeur here. As a farmer, I know the importance of Georgia Farm Bureau's advocacy work on behalf of farmers. And as a lifelong supporter of Georgia sports, I also know the importance of being part of a team. The Georgia Farm Bureau Insurance Company is always the home team, supporting our local communities and offering affordable home, auto, and life insurance for Georgia families. Georgia Farm Bureau, always the home team. Visit Georgia Farm Bureau online at gfb.org to learn more. Hunk of junk, jalopy, hoopty, whatever you may call that vehicle you need to get rid of, Tommy Novus Center calls it life-changing opportunity. When you donate your vehicle to Tommy Novus Center, you donate a perfect job opportunity for people with disabilities. Tommy Novus is no fuss. We'll tow that unused car away for free while you just sit back with that warm and fuzzy feeling knowing you bettered someone's life today. And did we mention, it could also be tax deductible. Call 1-866-NOVUS-AUTO or visit TommyNovusCenter.org to find out how to turn your jalopy into jobs. Discover Dahlonega, the heart of the Georgia mountains. A top pick for any adventure, take your family on a journey into the earth and find some gold in these hills. Explore our historic downtown and choose from one of our unique restaurant options. And dubbed the Napa Valley of the South, make sure to grab a glass from one of the many award-winning wineries. Plan your fall getaway today and make sure to come to the Gold Rush Days Festival in October. Learn more and plan your trip today at Dahlonega.org. Home, this field, this stadium, this city, it has no equal in college football. Touchdown, Jackets! When we step onto this field, we feed off of your passion. We need it because there's absolutely nothing like it. Back in the ATM. Oh, way! Back in the 404. Back home. Get your tickets, Georgia Tech merchandise, and everything you need to know about the 2021 season at RamblinWreck.com. The legacy of Georgia Tech runs deep in the South. Dumped over the middle. Merchant makes the catch and will take it in. Scores for Georgia Tech. Touchdown, Calvin Johnson. Touchdown of a gun. Joe will dance into the end zone. Touchdown, Georgia Tech. And Georgia Tech football is ready to buzz. Underneath at the five. Lurtles into the end zone. Touchdown, Jackets. 
Tickets for the 2021 season are now on sale. Visit RamblinRec.com. Georgia Tech football continues to buzz. Now more of the Coach Jeff Collins Show on the Georgia Tech Sports Network. Don't forget to stick around for defensive line coach Larry Knight coming up in a matter of moments. But first, we wrap up our portion of the Jeff Collins Show with the namesake, Jeff Collins, uh, continuing to talk about Pittsburgh. I said uh, Kenny Pickett vexing a matchup. Yep. I'll tell you what, my mom getting me that paperback thesaurus when I was eight years old Best decisions you probably ever made. It's huge. Uh, yeah. Uh, let's move on to more pertinent subjects. Uh, you know, every good quarterback has a great target. And for Pittsburgh, that would be Jordan Addison. He's third in the ACC in receiving yards per game. But we saw how you neutralize the breakaway ability of, of Josh Downs on Saturday. What did you do well versus Downs that maybe you'll need to carry over to somebody who, much like Josh Downs, they play Jordan Addison in the slot, but they also move them all around? Uh, so they're very multiple with what they do with him, but they're also, I think they're elite at the other receiver positions too. Uh, and their tight ends are really good pass catchers as well. Um, so it's, it's not as much of a differential between the number one target and number two like it was last week. Uh, even though Jordan is a ridiculous player, he also has a lot of other talent and weapons around him that – uh, Pickett gets the ball to so it's not as um, it's not a singular focus singular driven uh, even though Jordan is a big time player we have to know where he is but the other guys they're talented and they're dynamic uh, as well so we've got our work cut out for us everybody has to win their one-on-one -on -one matchups and then when we do play zone uh, we've got to make sure we know where guys are and have really good I control in the breaks because it's a lot of double moves. It's a lot of switch releases. It's a lot of drive routes um, that can, you know, influence and get you out of spots in zone coverage. So we got to be uh, completely dialed in uh, to know how to defend this group. And finally, last minute and a half with you. Pittsburgh lost five defensive starters to the NFL draft, uh, but yet they're still coming after their top 10 in the nation in tackles for loss per game. What will be the keys to keeping that pressure at bay and continuing to the kind of efficiency that we saw last Saturday? Yeah, they're, they're a base press man organization, very similar to us. Uh, they let their D-line just get into the backfield and hunt tackles for losses and hunt sacks. Uh, they do a tremendous job. With all that, and then they bring pressure, and it brings unique pressure, uh, especially on third down. So it's a complimentary defensive package. Uh, they believe in it. They play fast in it, uh, and they've got really good players uh, doing it. So we've got our work cut out for us and, uh, you know, excited for the work that our offense staff and offensive players have put in uh, to get ready. Well, no substitute for confidence, though, and you will have plenty of that as you return to Bobby Dodd Stadium this Saturday, Georgia Tech in Pittsburgh. Tommy Leather, a little past noon. We'll be on the air with our network pregame at 10 a.m. Coach, we always appreciate the time. Always great to visit with you after a win and uh, preview what will go into a win this Saturday. So we appreciate it. Thank Thanks, you. Thanks, Andy. He's head coach Jeff Collins. Stick around. Much more of the Jeff Collins Show coming up on the other side. We've got defensive line coach Larry Knight. Always a blast to catch up with Georgia Tech's third-year defensive line coach. And that is next here on the Georgia Tech Sports Network from Legend Sports. 
And we're back with breaking news. The new Coke Zero Sugar might be the best Coke ever. That's right, Jim. With an improved taste and zero calories, the new Coke Zero Sugar is a must-try for any Coke fan. So make sure you... Jim. <laughs> Jim. We're on the air. Ooh, yes, this tastes like the best Coke ever to me. Your thoughts, Jen? Well, can I have a sip? <laughs> Jen, we're in the middle of reporting the news. I need to try it first. Jeff Francoeur here. As a farmer, I know the importance of Georgia Farm Bureau's advocacy work on behalf of farmers. And as a lifelong supporter of Georgia sports, I also know the importance of being part of a team. The Georgia Farm Bureau Insurance Company is always the home team, supporting our local communities and offering affordable home, auto, and life insurance for Georgia families. Georgia Farm Bureau, always the home team. Visit Georgia Farm Bureau online at gfb.org to learn more. It's that time of year where maybe you're tailgating or camping or just hitting the road and you need a sturdy, reliable, and compact grill that's up for the adventure. Hey guys, B. Finn here, and the Weber Traveler is the grill for you, for anyone who wants delicious grilled food away from home. With a compact design for minimal storage, the Weber Traveler easily fits in the trunk of a car and even offers a large grilling area that can deliver everything from pancakes to seared steak. And you can get yours today at your neighborhood Ace Hardware. Ace is the place with the helpful hardware folks discover Dahlonega the heart of the Georgia mountains a top pick for any adventure take your family on a journey into the earth and find some gold in these hills explore our historic downtown and choose from one of our unique restaurant options and dub the Napa Valley of the South make sure to grab a glass from one of the many award-winning wineries plan your fall getaway today and make sure to come to the Gold Rush Days Festival in October learn more and plan your trip today at Dahlonega.org Atlanta, home of clout, home of culture, home of Georgia Tech. But it's not enough to represent a city, you have to reflect it. And our story is Atlanta's story. A place that influences and innovates. A place that doesn't wait for change, it creates it. A place of relentless drive and undeniable swagger. With a storied past and unstoppable future. That's Atlanta. That's Georgia Tech. So let others wish they were here or pretend they're from here. We are here. And when you take this celebrated program in this world-class city, you get an electricity unlike anything in college football. Welcome to Atlanta. And what's the good word? This is Georgia Tech football. on Yellow Jackets football. It's the Coach Jeff Collins Show on the Georgia Tech Sports Network. Yellow Jacket fans, be sure to visit georgiapower.com slash community to learn new ways to stay connected. Georgia Power, the official energy sponsor of Georgia Tech Athletics, Power on Georgia. And we look forward to seeing you at Bobby Dodd Stadium Saturday 
Noon, Tommy's Leather, Georgia Tech, and the Pitt Panthers trying to follow up on that big win over number 21, North Carolina. We talked about mayhem, and this man was in the middle of the mayhem on Saturday as well. Let's welcome into the Jeff Collins Show defensive line coach Larry Knight. Coach, good to talk to you. How are you? Hey, happy to be here, man. I appreciate y'all having me on today. You know, it was amazing the way the defense fed off each other and the way you could see that confidence growing and growing as the game went on against the Tar Heels. What kind of vibe was it like for you on the sideline Saturday? Oh, it was fun uh, just to see the excitement, you know, in the guys. And um, we we preached effort and, and tenacity the entire offseason, uh, the beginning of the season and all, and just to see how hard those guys worked and um, uh, just them going at it and the, to see the fruits of their labor and to see the smiles on their faces and how excited they were, that, that was probably the best part of the whole thing. Give me the single play from Saturday that you were most proud of as a defensive line coach, and break that down for me. Fortunately, you have probably have a lot to choose from, but if you were to isolate one play that you want to communicate to Tech fans, hey, this was exactly what I wanted our guys to do, and they performed it at a high level, what would it be? Oh, man, you caught me on the spot with that one. Uh, I got you, though. Okay, probably the play when um, I think they tried to run the – I think it might have been a QB draw they tried to run and Jamin. Uh, tackled the quarterback and forced a fumble. I think that was the one that D. Knight scooped up, and that's my honorary cousin, even though we're not related. That's that's his nickname for me around here. You ask my dad, and in his mind, we related too. So <laughs> it was cool to see him pick it up before the turf monster got him. I thought he was going to yeah. score, but that was an awesome play. You know how I know you and Demetrius are not related? How's that? Because you would have run that into the end zone. Yeah, I would have kept my feet yeah, up. Yeah, probably you know? so. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? Uh, you know there were, there were plenty of highlights that Demetrius contributed to as well as part of the defense's day. Uh, does giving more of a three-linebacker look change up the responsibilities to your defensive line? If so, how? Uh, yes, it does. I'm not going to tell you how much it changes because uh, I don't want people to really know what we're teaching them because um, I think that's part of – uh, what what helps with it, but I, what I will say is the the way that we structured it, it just allows them to play faster. Uh, they they play faster, they think a little bit less, and they can be more aggressive. So that is definitely to the benefit of the defense, and those guys are just letting loose and playing hard. Part of playing complementary football on defense, it's it's so much built on trust. All three levels trusting the other to do their job. How, how have you seen that trust level? evolve maybe even since the beginning of the season probably dating back to last year because it seems like between your defensive line linebackers dbs they're all functioning and playing really complimentary football right now yeah it's evolved a lot that was one of the issues that i felt like we've had over the past couple of seasons was that someone didn't trust someone else to do their job so they tried to overcompensate and, and uh, it would create a, either a hole or a blown coverage or a lack of pass rush whatever it may be or somebody jumping out of their gap and it all has something to do with trust you have to trust that the man that's in front of you or beside you or behind you is going to do their job if they don't do their job afterwards you hold them accountable for it don't try to make up for it or make up something or do your own thing that's when things get worse so uh, that's definitely something we've been preaching and we've been proud so far uh, that the, the trust has been there and guys have been doing their job. All right, let's talk about the old head in your position group room, and that'd be Jamin Brooks, your super senior from Sandersville, Georgia. Tell us the kind of value that he brings to your defensive line. You mentioned his great tackle wrestling down Sam Howell and ultimately on a play that he fumbled, which you guys recovered. But it wasn't just that play that speaks to the value that Jamin has brought to your guys this year. Um, one is I'm able to... I'm able to use him as an example for hard work. Uh, again, I've said this to you before, but the fact that um, we, when we first stepped on campus, Jamin was a walk-on at 
frankly, nobody really knew about or, or probably cared about that much. And just the, the work that he was putting in and, and it showed us like, man, I, I might I might should put him on the field, give him a chance. And he hasn't looked back since, man. You know, uh, for him to be a, a team captain and uh, uh, for him to have his degree, which was the, the biggest the biggest thing for, for me, that's the, what I'm most proud of is uh, that he's earned his degree and uh, he's working towards um, – just doing things that somebody in, in his position normally doesn't do, you know that that's been that's been very very exciting. He's he's a man of few words. He's not gonna give you any rah rah speeches and all those different things. But what he is gonna do is give you some good film to teach guys off of. Hey, do this, you know. So that's been very exciting coaching him. Coach Collins came in preaching the entitlement free philosophy that nobody gets pigeonholed based on play, past playing time. Everybody has a chance to compete and contribute. So whether it registered in your mind that he was a walk-on or not, at what point, Larry, did you realize, you know what, Jamin could be a piece for me? Mm-hmm. I, it's all film-based. And even now, if you watch if you watch the lineup and the rotations throughout the games, you can watch these first four games and probably see that none of the rotations are the same. And that's been the philosophy since I've been here. Whoever practices the best, that's who's playing. I don't care who it is. I don't care what year you are. I don't care uh, uh, if you're a walk-on. I don't care if you got it started in the past. I don't care if you got it started the last week. You know, it's about who is putting in the, the type of effort and executing the things that we need executed, and that that's really how it rolls. So that's where we at with it. Was it hard to get that buy-in from your guys that, hey, whatever you did last week, that was great, but it's all about how do you prepare and perform for now? It, it was, but – what it's doing is it's creating the type of effort that we need um, and it's creating the type of focus that we need. Cause you know, if you, if you, you, you just you miss a day or if you are not focused at a certain moment or something like that, you could lose some of your snaps or you could lose your job. So it's been, um, it's been very exciting to, you know, not only implement that, but watch those guys and how they perform and uh, how they work during practice in order to stay in that rotation. Eight sacks against the Tar Heels on Saturday. One of them was registered by Jaquan Griffin you know, he wrecks a lot of havoc for somebody who's six foot, 258 pounds, may not have the ideal height and weight for an interior lineman, but how does he use his leverage uh, well on the inside? It, it, the main thing is quickness. Uh, he's so quick, it's hard It's hard for people to get their hands on him. And usually by the time they get their hands on him, he's, he's up underneath their shoulder pads, you know. So uh, that that's definitely one of the, the benefits that he does have. And then not only that, he knows his uh, job. Like, he... He doesn't make many mental errors, uh, so he's always executing his job the way he's supposed to, and he's doing it in a quick manner. You know, so that that's difficult for people, man. We've also seen Mike Lockhart play versus North Carolina. I'll ask mm-hmm. you about him later later on. Sometimes people are more fascinated by those that they haven't seen than those who have been around the program for several years. This is the way things are sometimes. But you have to know as well as anybody how fascinated Georgia Tech fans are with Zeke Biggers, and <laughs> yeah. we saw him again on Saturday, 6'6", 360 pounds, had to be a little extra juice flowing in him being a native of Salisbury, North Carolina. Mm-hmm. Give us the recruitment story of, of Zeke Biggers, how you found him and, and what made that connection. Uh, so I, I saw the film, and I'm like, man, like, why does this dude not have any you know, offers or attention? I think he may have had a FCS or small-level SBS offer maybe. Um, so I was all right. Let me go see this guy because we needed size bad. You know, obviously we had some talented guys in this room, but we we lacked size at the time. So went up there to see him, and he walked in the room, and I'm like, "What in the world?" Like, <laughs> like he walked in like a like a big giant with a big grin on his face, 
And that's all I needed. I just needed to see him in person because I, I, I knew and I trusted what I saw on film uh, from the evaluation. So once I saw him in person, I'm like, perfect. He looks, he looks how I want him to look. He's big. You know what I mean? And y'all going to laugh at me for this, but he has skinny ankles. I like big dudes with skinny ankles. That's usually a sign of athleticism. And he was able to, you know, if he's a basketball player, dunking the basketball at his size and, uh, that that was it. We were the first. Uh, we were the first Power Five offer. Really? Yeah, and then a lot of guys kind of followed up after that. Uh, but uh, we we were able to be first, and that that meant something to, to uh, Zeke. And uh, the rest is history after that. Okay, so Larry Knight, if you want to be recruited by him, no cankles, <laughs> no <Nah. And> skinny <laughs> ankles. You want to play for Coach Knight? Uh, do you think the fact that North Carolina delayed its season to the spring last year, which would have been Zeke's senior year? Mm-hmm. Help keep some teams off the scent because you're right, six six, three hundred and sixty pounds. You're probably asking the same as a lot of other people. How is not every school in the country going after this guy on, on sheer size alone? Um, I think a lot of it was it was it was a lot of good defensive linemen in in Carolina in that class. A lot of good ones, a lot of highly rated ones, and you know those guys were, were garnering a lot of attention. The school Zeke was kind of in the country a little bit, you know, uh, off in the cut, and um, I do think quarantine kept some of the traffic down. You know, but uh, Coach Collins worked so hard on, you know, helping recruit, you know, and, and call in and uh, the relationship we developed with his mom, who is an awesome human being, by the way. Mm-hmm. Uh, those things, uh, I think, really helped us. And just what we were able to bring to the table. I think the biggest thing that helped us, to be honest with you, was we, Zeke, a lot of y'all don't know this, Zeke was on campus the day quarantine started. Really? So when that, the day that things shut down, he was the last recruit that we had on campus. And so he got it. Him and his mom got a chance to see us practice, got a chance to see the facilities, got a chance to meet everybody. So they were comfortable with us by the time it was time to make a decision. You know, a lot of guys made decisions sight unseen in some of these places. And he got a chance to get here right before things shut down. Wow. So a lot of faith that maybe sent uh, Zeke to the flats. Look forward to seeing him in white and gold in the weeks and years to follow. We'll take a timeout. More with defensive line coach Larry Knight in just a moment. This is the Jeff Collins Show right here on the Georgia Tech Sports Network from Legend Sports. Every day, the men and women of the United States Marine Corps demonstrate their commitment to defend the American way of life. Since 1775, wherever the mission takes us, we always remember the land we call home. As Marines, we take a stand for our nation, for us all. The few, the proud, the Marines. Home, this field, this stadium, this city, it has no equal in college football. Touchdown, Jackets! When we step onto this field, we feed off of your passion. We need it because there's absolutely nothing like it. Back in the ATL. Back in the 404. Back home. Join us for our next home game Saturday, October 2nd as the Jackets host ACC foe Pitt at noon. Get your tickets at ramblinrec.com slash tickets. Today's matchup, Scanner Energy partners up with Georgia Tech Football to take on your old natural gas provider. Just like how the Yellow Jackets swarm the field, Georgia residents will be eager to stiff-arm high prices and get real savings on natural gas. Visit ScanEnergy.com to take it to the house, your house. Passing up on these rates would be a complete debacle. So make a winning call and dial 877-GO-SCANA or visit ScanEnergy.com for great service and great rates this fall. Touchdown! Great teams leave it all on the field. But with the powerful towing and payload that Ford F-150 delivers, 
you can take it all with you, too. No wonder Ford F-Series is America's best-selling truck 44 years straight. The 2021 Ford F-150. Built for greatness. Visit your local Ford dealer or buyfordnow.com. Based on 1977 to 2020 calendar year total sales. Home. This field. This stadium. This city. It has no equal in college football. Touchdown, Jackets! When we step onto this field, we feed off of your passion. We need it because there's absolutely nothing like it. Back in the ATL. Back in the 404. Back home. Get your tickets, Georgia Tech merchandise, and everything you need to know about the 2021 season at RamblinWreck.com. The legacy of Georgia Tech runs deep in the South. Dumped over the middle. Merchant makes the catch and will take it in. Scores for Georgia Tech. Touchdown, Calvin Johnson. Touchdown. Son of a gun. Joe will dance into the end zone. Touchdown, Georgia Tech. And Georgia Tech football is ready to buzz. Underneath at the five. Lurtles into the end zone. Touchdown, Jackson. Tickets for the 2021 season are now on sale. Visit RamblinWreck.com. no better source on Georgia Tech football than the head coach himself. This is the Coach Jeff Collins Show on the Georgia Tech Sports Network. Looking forward to seeing you out at Bobby Dodd Stadium this Saturday. Georgia Tech and Pittsburgh will be on the air with network pregame at 10 o'clock. Tommy Slather right afternoon as Georgia Tech looks to move above 500 and rack up another ACC Coastal win against the Pitt Panthers. It's the Jeff Collins Show. Andrew Demetra joined this half hour by defensive line coach Larry Knight, you ever have a defensive touchdown when you were at Central Michigan? <laughs> nah, man. I tried to scoop and score one of those. I should have fell on and broke my hand, so we're not no, even talking really? about that. Oh, yeah, <laughs> Twice. It happened twice, actually. I where, broke, where you scooped up I, trying to I go for to the scoop, touchdown. We call it city ball or country ball. If nobody's around it, it's a country ball. Scoop and score. City ball, fall on it. Well, I was being selfish, and it was a city ball, and I tried to scoop it, and my teammate uh, jumped on it and happened to jump on my hand right along oh, with it. Man. That happened twice. Happened my freshman year and my senior year. So, no, 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 no touchdowns. But did you guys change the possession, though? Did you get the fumble recovery? We did recover the ball okay. both times, yeah. Unfortunately, at the cost of, uh, of a functioning hand, was it the hand you wrote on? or No, it's my, it's my right hand. Oh, but boy. It, it, both times it was my right hand, too. Oh, so, man. Yeah, two different fingers. No. Oh, must have made a hard typing in class and writing. Yeah, and man. All that stuff. Uh, is it true, by the way, since you know you were an all-MAC defensive end at Central Michigan, is it true, because I heard some rumors uh, that J.J. Watt was so inspired by watching you that he decided to switch from tight end to defensive end and also transfer because he knew he would never crack the depth chart ahead of you at defensive end in Central Michigan. That is absolutely false. Okay. Uh, I'm just no, trying to spin a JJ, good J.J. <laughs> was such a good tight end, man. At, at the time when he was at Central, he was playing tight end. And we had Antonio Brown at the time who was the leading receiver. And we had another receiver who people don't know about named Brian Anderson that was also uh, at the time had to um, – was leading in receptions – um, in the NCAA, and, you know, J.J. was kind of the third or fourth option at the time, and I just think he wanted to help the team a little bit more, so uh, that that's that's eventually why he ended up leaving. I, I know you didn't overlap with J.J. for too long uh, at Central uh, Michigan. Mm-hmm. How often do your players ask you about J.J. Watt? Uh, they, early on in my career, they did. Not not as much 
uh, nowadays. Probably ask uh, you more about Antonio Brown, don't you? Yeah, <laughs> I get I get a, I get a lot of uh, a lot of questions about Antonio. Well, when I first got here, a lot of these guys have been here so long they they know some of the stories and all those things now. But the guys I get asked about the most are the guys they actually see on film. Some of those guys that I had the opportunity to coach at some of the other places. Uh, I talked about this with Marco Coleman a couple of weeks ago on the show, and he talked about the concept of playing with heavy hands. Mm-hmm. I'm going to ask you the same question I asked Marco. When you're evaluating an interior lineman, and in particular how heavy his hands are, is that something that somebody either has or doesn't, or is that something that can be taught? It, it can be taught, but when they have it, it, it it's, it's a lot different. It's almost like um, if you're trying to you know, find somebody to um, – you know, let's say you got a the, the the sport where you're shooting rifle. You know what I mean? And you got somebody that has a knack for you know having natural aim, and then you teach them and they, they just grasp it a lot quicker. It's it's kind of like that. You know, like if if somebody has heavy hands, when you want to teach certain techniques, they can grasp it and and grow a lot quicker than someone that does that doesn't. Sometimes the defensive linemen's contributions, they, they go unnoticed because they're doing a lot of unglamorous things. They're holding the point. They're canceling gaps. You know, they're, they're freeing things up for the linebackers mm-hmm. or defensive ends to make plays. And so their contributions don't always manifest themselves in stats. So I want you to break down a couple of guys in your position room okay. and what they're contributing well. Guy I mentioned earlier, Mike Lockhart, Birmingham, Alabama zone. Well, Michael Lockhart is always giving us energy, man. He, he, he provides energy to the room. Um, he works hard. He's one of those guys that are heavy-handed, and the, uh, he provides depth because he can he can rotate in at multiple positions. He started some games for us too, uh, so he's one of those guys that's competitively in that rotation. Always has a great attitude, and he's a great teammate. Another former basketball player, right? That was yes. a sport in high school. Not, yeah, not so yeah. much football. The first time I went to see him was on the basketball court a couple times, man. Uh, uh, myself, and it was a couple other schools. UNC, one of them. Les Miles was sitting in there at the time at Kansas. It was, it was quite a few schools out there at the time. Oh. I'm sure uh, more than any of his ball handling or anything else, you were looking at those ankles, weren't you? Yeah, yeah. skinny uh, ankles and dunking, man. <laughs> yeah, Michael can dunk it. People forget about that. Uh, TK Chemed's another one that uh, played versus North Carolina, missed all of last season, mm-hmm. had sort of a hard luck injury right before the year got underway. But mm-hmm. you know, what what does TJ add, uh, TK add to your room? Uh, it's been awesome to have him back. Uh, he has dependability. Uh, you know, TK's going to always be where he's supposed to be doing what he's supposed to do. You know, so it's been great to have him back. Uh, he's still uh, getting himself back right uh, uh, with, you know, the strength and all of those things. But it's been great to have him back. He's so dependable. How well can you pronounce TK's name? Takuzwa. And the K? I don't know the K part. Ooh, I just okay. know Takuzwa. Yeah, he, he didn't tell me that Karai part. translates to the blessing has come. Ah, really? You can drop that on him. Oh, I'm about to get him. Yeah, I'm gonna get him. I'm gonna get him with that one. He taught me to Kuzwa, though. It took me. It took me about a year to get it right, but Mm -hmm. he did teach me that part. Well, very. You know, (laughs) it's kind of like in recruitment when when he committed to Georgia Tech, the blessing truly did come. No doubt. Lived up to his moniker. Uh, No doubt. And then Micaiah Scott, guy who uh, transferred in from South Carolina, but Mm -hmm. he's an Atlanta Metro kid from Gainesville, Georgia. Had a QB hurry versus North Carolina. What does he bring to the defensive line room that that will make him effective for you? I'm gonna give him his props. I feel like he had two QB hurries. I gave him credit for two of them okay you know uh but he man I, so i like to mess with him i tell him he messed up in the first place he should have just went ahead and came here you know from the beginning uh but uh quiet quiet guy uh but he is a sponge man whatever you teach him he's gonna put the best effort in to get it uh he's providing us with good pass rushing if you notice a lot of times you see him is on uh third down he's so athletic you know again another basketball player so uh, with skinny ankles, all right. <laughs> he's uh, he's just so athletic, man, and, and he's he's a sponge. I'm I'm happy to have him. 
Kilo Stone had a couple of TFLs. Nice day for him versus Kennesaw State. Mm -hmm. How is his uh, progress tracking? That's the energy man. So uh, anytime he loves football so much. So uh, anytime he gets an opportunity to get even just in practice today, the moment he got subbed in, it just bought the rest of the defense up because he's just a natural energy guy. Everybody loves him. Everybody respects him. And he he's fun to have around. Bends well, can move well. And uh, the way that he's been practicing lately, you, you guys definitely going to see his reps increase. Uh, Pitt is a team that had a good rushing day mm -hmm. against Tech last December. Yep. Uh, what were some of the teaching points that, as we look ahead to Saturday, that, that you conveyed to your guys from that game uh, as you prepare for this week and you know, trying to neutralize them on the ground? Uh, it's just doing your job. You know, we go back and study the film from some of the previous years as, as people that's not where they're supposed to be. Uh, not doing what they're supposed to do. Not that Pitt didn't do a good job. They're a very physical football team. They do a good job running the ball. Whatever you see, that that's what they're going to do. They're going to do what they do, and they're going to be good at it. So we have to be good at what we do and be disciplined. The moment you're not disciplined is when they get you. You know, And uh, that's been the main thing that we've been preaching is, is do your job and be where you're supposed to be. Uh, I, I asked this of Coach Collins earlier. I'll ask it to you as well. It just seems – the mood, the attitude in practice this week. And you saw a little bit of it last week versus Clemson, quite frankly. But the attitude from this team, the confidence that they're carrying now in practice, you can tell the difference now. Mm -hmm. Just sometimes takes that proof of concept like we witnessed on Saturday. How do you see it? I see it the same way. It's, uh, it, but I, what I'll tell you is these guys have always had energy because they love ball. You know, they love to play. But it's, it, it, it's cool when you see, all right, coach has been saying this, coach has been saying that, you know, and if I do it, that this is going to happen. And it happened. And then it's happened, you know, more than once now. And so it, it's, it, they're, they're seeing that proof, like what you said. And so the, the more they get, it's like, it's, it's almost like greed, you know mm -hmm. what I mean? And, and, and success to where you get a little bit of success and it's like, all right, let me do more of what he's yeah. talking about. And then you get more success. And, and what, we're, um, what we're hoping for is that that continues to grow and they keep that mindset. Whether good or bad things happen, they keep that same mindset. Well, keep craving success, keep craving sacks and TFLs, and we'll see if we can uh, end the Saturday like we did last weekend with a win. Larry, this has been a lot of fun. Thanks so much for joining yeah, us for our uh, annual know, visit here on the uh, on the Jeff Collins Show. You know I love getting with you, man. Hey, hey, hey you don't have the gold shoes on today. I don't have – well, I save those for game days. All right, but all you right, notice I'm enough. going with no socks so you could admire my skinny ankles as well. <laughs> Folks, if you remember one thing from Larry Knight, if you got skinny ankles, you're his type of guy. Larry, we appreciate that. Thanks again. Pause, yep. <laughs> and on that, we wrap up this week's edition of the Jeff Collins Show. Folks, we'll see you at Bobby Dodd on Saturday. This is the Jeff Collins Show. Have a great night, everyone. The next generation of live event fan engagement is here. Visit ramblinrec.com slash app to download the new Georgia Tech Yellow Jackets app. Catch live stream shows, the Ramblin' Light Show, trivia polls, and more. Make sure you stop by the 404 tailgate before each Georgia Tech home football game at Bobby Dodd Stadium. Tailgate admission is free and the fun starts three hours before kickoff. That features freshly grilled tailgating food to purchase, a cash bar, and lounge seating with TVs. For more info, visit ramblinrec.com. Go Jackets! Hey, stranger, want us to deal you a hand? Your goat can play, too. We play Keno. Keno? That's got to be as tricky as brushing a mule's teeth. It's easy. You just pick 10 numbers, then Keno picks 20. The more you match, the more you win. Huh. And if I match all 10 of my numbers, I win... Up to 100 grand. We'll shoot fire next! What, tarnation? Don't ever say shoot fire around my goat. Win up to $100,000 every three and a half minutes. Play Keno from the Georgia Lottery. Play responsibly. 
Football season is here and the fall months are approaching, but it's still warm, which means pests like ants, roaches, and mosquitoes are still out in force. Luckily, you can trust the pros at Arrow Exterminators to keep your home, business, and tailgate pest-free. Atlanta-based Arrow Exterminators is trusted to keep a pest-free zone at the Yellow Jackets' home, so rest assured that with Arrow's termite and pest control, you're getting the best from the best. Schedule a free pest inspection today. Call 888-GO-ARROW or visit arrowexterminators.com. Jeff Francoeur here. As a farmer, I know the importance of Georgia Farm Bureau's advocacy work on behalf of farmers. And as a lifelong supporter of Georgia sports, I also know the importance of being part of a team. The Georgia Farm Bureau Insurance Company is always the home team, supporting our local communities and offering affordable home, auto, and life insurance for Georgia families. Georgia Farm Bureau, always the home team. Visit Georgia Farm Bureau online at gfb.org to learn more. You've been listening to the Coach Jeff Collins Show live on the Georgia Tech Sports Network from Legend Sports. Join us each week of the season to get the latest on Yellow Jackets football and all things Georgia Tech athletics. We'll talk to you again next week right here on the Georgia Tech Sports Network.